It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, I don't know if we can really cover the complete story, but we're sure going to try and cover the current story that is troubling to everybody. I don't care who you are, what you think, what party you're on, or anything else, you know that we have trouble. What say you, Rich? Well, it's a very confusing time right now, and uh, this is a time, Dad, that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. Well, that's for sure, and a very serious time right now. Now, folks, uh, what we have is a House of Representatives in the United States Congress that doesn't have a leader at the moment. And we'll have to see how all that works out. Now, one thing is sure. Uh, you have to keep your word when you give somebody a promise that you're going to do thus and so. You've got to do it, and you cannot turn your back on them once they have supported you to be elected. But, of course, that's not uncommon either, is it? And the other thing is we cannot go on as a nation spending and spending and spending like someone who uses their credit card as though they have the cash. Uh, they get into credit card debt, and those who listen about Radio Network know there comes a time when you've got to figure out how to bail out, how to get out, how to get debt-free, uh, not just pile up more spending on top of spending. So anyway, I don't have to go on and on on that, Rich, but there's a lot of turmoil on whatever your perspective is, whoever you support, whoever you're happy with or angry at, there's a lot of turmoil right now, isn't there? Right, and we need to pray for our country like never before. Yeah. I tell you what, Carol Robertson uh, has a song uh, that I think speaks to the moment right now. Let's hear it. The disciples were sad and lonely Cause Jesus was going away And just before he died on the cross This is what they heard Jesus say Let not your heart be troubled Neither let it be afraid In my Father's house are many mansions I've gone to prepare you when Jesus went back to heaven The Holy Spirit came down The disciples were never afraid anymore They turned the world upside down let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In my Father's house are many mansions, I've gone to prepare you a place. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In my Father's house are many mansions, 
I've gone to prepare you a place In my father's house are many mansions I've gone to prepare you a place <laughs> um, That, uh, you know, that speaks right uh, plainly, Rich, to how a Christian, someone who knows the Lord as your Savior, and someone who believes the Bible, uh, how they can look at the chaos that we have around us now. Right, and isn't it wonderful we can claim the promises that we find in the Bible? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I have thought also, as I was pondering everything, the sun comes up in the morning and goes down at night. The rivers continue to flow, and yet they never get empty. The ocean continues to receive the water from every river, and yet the ocean is never full. And the rivers are never empty, and winter and summer and spring and fall keep coming and going uh, as though there isn't calamity <laughs> that's happening between mankind trying to figure out how to do it right because he will not go by the Bible, and how to treat other people and get along. Am, am I saying that right? Right. It's almost like the, the heavens and the nature declares the glory of God. Yeah. All right. Now, there is a Bishop Vincent Matthews oh. that we met from South Haven, um, Mississippi. And he spoke at Tony Perkins' recent Yes, the Pray Vote Stand uh, Summit in Washington, D.C. You know, don't say that so fast. It's pray and then vote Uh and then stand. Right. But prayer comes first. Mm -hmm. And then you vote, but you've got to know what you're voting on. You've got to know who you're voting for, uh, and you've got to know what you believe. And, and, and you stand on the word of God and, and righteousness. Absolutely. Because righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I would like to hear what Bishop Vincent Matthews said at Tony Perkins uh, Family Research Council recent conference. Here it is. I want to encourage you, those of you who are here, uh, because it is a time for encouragement. It's easy for us to be in despair I find myself sometimes getting angry, confused, uh, all kinds of emotions as I look at the news, at the real news, and see what's going on. I get angry when I see the lies on the fake news. I see attacks on my identity. I see attacks on family, see attacks on the church, attacks on the church inside of the church, see attacks on communities, see attacks on the nation see attacks sociopolitically throughout the world and things being exacerbated. The things that we're seeing now were unheard of in the last five to 10 years, but they're happening. Much has happened due to our own complacency. The church itself has been asleep and has forgotten who we are, forgotten that the church should be the light. And so I blame us. I blame us in many things. So I have a message today for two groups of people, two groups of people here. The message first that I have is for the minorities in the room. Are there any minorities in this room? Well, first of all, I hope that you didn't have a knee-jerk, superficial, secular, utilitarian response to the term minority. 
um, because I believe there's a lot of minorities in this room. I don't know the ethnic or racial makeup in this room. I have no idea about the, uh, the, the balance of male, female, gender in this room. I don't know about the sociological classifications of age in this room, what generation you're from. I have no idea of those demographics. Uh, however, I recognize that there are only two cultures in the world. Now we have 7 billion people, no, excuse me, 8 billion people now in the world, but there are only two cultures. There's the culture of Christ and there's the culture of Satan. There's only two cultures, 7,500 languages, but only two cultures. I'm not defined by the color of my skin. I'm not defined by where I'm from, but where I am going. And so I talk to a group of minorities. I talk to some people and generally define what a minority is. You're a minority if you believe that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. You're in a minority if you believe that the Bible is God's only word. You're in a minority if you believe that uh, people are not born good, but that they need a savior. You're in a minority if you believe that God manifests himself through his son, Jesus, who is God. You're in a minority in this country if you believe that Jesus is the only way to God. You're in a minority if you believe that God is love and he's a God of wrath. You're in a minority if you believe that God loves everyone so much that he gave us a choice to accept him or to reject him. And those that reject him will spend eternity uh, separated from him in hell. But those who accept him will reign with him forever in heaven. Am I talking to some people who are a part of the minority? Which culture do you really belong to? We've been miscategorized, misdefined, and put in other places, but I believe that we're part of a minority, but maybe it's a minority in America, but it's a winning minority. We're on the winning side. It may look like we're losing, but we're winning. I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, don't give up. Don't faint. Don't stop speaking truth. Don't stop pushing back. Don't stop raising your families. Do not uh, have the illusion of inclusion. Do not assimilate, but stand firm and go countercultural just as Jesus did. There's another group that I want to talk to here just for a moment. This second group is also that I speak of today. You're, you've missed the most important things. There are some here. I cannot make the assumption that everyone here follows the God that we serve. There are many people talking about God, but they're not talking about the God of the Bible. There are many people talking about morality, but morality comes from a morality giver. Truth comes from a truth maker. There are some that like our politics, but not our king. There are some that like our common sense, but not our eternal destiny. There are some who are pragmatic, but that they do not want to be redeemed. Some of us seek love and want the world to be loving, but reject the one who is love, and God himself is love. I want to say to you, my brothers and sisters, we agree on many different things, but I offer you an opportunity to join our winning culture. Repent. Democrats cannot save us. But the truth is, Republicans cannot save us. There are people who call themselves Republicans who are doing damnable things. There are people who are Democrats doing damnable things. I've put my hope in politicians. I will vote. I will never vote for a politician who kills babies and mutilates children. I'll never do that. I'll never vote. I don't care what label they call themselves. But my hope cannot be in a politician. It has to be in the one who created the politician. 
There is a higher authority than the Supreme Court. And I give my appeal to heaven. And as we appeal to heaven, God will show himself. There are some who disagree with us. But the good news is that Jesus is our king. The good news is that if you repent, the kingdom of heaven is to come. This is the message that Jesus taught. This is the message that John the Baptist taught. This is the message that the apostles taught in dark times. It's the message that we must teach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We've become a part of an army, and you too can join this army. Accept his love. Accept his rule and his culture, then you will accept your freedom. We cannot give what we do not have. There are many people that say they want us to be loving, but if you don't have God, you cannot truly love. And so we must have God. So there is no freedom without worshiping God. When Moses said, let my people go, that they may be free, it wasn't just for freedom's sake. Without a vertical relationship, the horizontal relationship means nothing. Let my people go so that they may worship God. We want freedom so that we may worship God. This must be a nation. Our city must be cities where God is preeminent, that he is worship, he is king. And when he is king, when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things will be added. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the damnable things that we see, I got a list here, but I won't go over it because you know it just as well as I do. But it comes because we have rejected the living God. When we leave a vacuum, uh, when there's an existential vacuum that's left there, something or someone will fill that vacuum. And demonic forces have filled well-meaning, well-intentioned people's hearts. The holes in their hearts have been filled by deceitful deception of demonic forces because they have rejected God. But if you want well for your family, you want well for your life and community, accept Jesus. He is the only option for your freedom. He rules our lives, our politics. Jesus rules our money. He rules our culture. He rules our entertainment, our politics, this world. And when we follow him, things will fall in line. There is a direct correlation with worship of the true living God and peace and freedom in a nation. But when a nation rejects the living God, there is chaos. Revelation chapter 5, yes, another scripture. I only have four, four more of my favorite, most favorite scriptures. Revelation chapter 5, verse 8 through 14 says, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and a golden bowl full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. I had to read that so you get the context. And then verse 5 says, And they sang a new song. I believe we'll be singing a new song. You are, and the song they sang is you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals and you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation. God is not colorblind. He sees my color. He sees your gender. He sees where you are from. He values that. He's not colorblind, but every tribe. 
every nation, every people, every tribe will see God. And he said, and have made us, he has made us kings and priests to our God. We will be kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. We will no longer be cast guys. We will no longer be kicked aside, made fun of, and, you to, and, and, and falsely imprisoned in jail. It will be a time where we will reign and rule here on earth with our king. The scripture then says there was tens of tens of thousands that worship him. And they said, worthy is the lamb who was slain for the sins of the world, that to receive power and uh, 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 riches and wisdom and strength and honor, glory and blessing. I say to you, my brothers and sisters, my final word to you, both groups, those who are part of the remnant, those who are not sure, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12 says, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold of eternal life to which you were called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I say to you, my brothers and sisters, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10 to 13, look it up yourselves. I don't have time to read it, but it says, everything that we see, even the elements on the periodic table will melt and be destroyed. And knowing that all of this will be destroyed and there will be a new heaven and a new earth and a new ruler who will come back and reign as king. What manner of men and women ought we be knowing that all of this will perish and what we do now will we be judged for? There is a judgment that's coming. Be encouraged. There are evaluation. Our success is not measured on life alone. It's not measured by the square footage of your house. It's not measured on whether we did this, that, or the other, the superficial thing. But in Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, Jesus says, I am coming quickly and reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. We're saved by grace, by faith, we are saved, but we are rewarded based upon our works. And he's going to come to judge us to see what did you do to advance my kingdom? It is great when we take over the school board, but for, to what end? It is great that we take over the city and the state and the nation, but to what end that we must point the nation to the God that we serve? Hallelujah. There's two judgments. There's the white throne judgment where the wicked will be judged for eternal punishment, but then there's the judgment seat of Christ where the righteous, the remnant, will come and receive rewards based on what they have done. And oh, God says, blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward. It is worth it, my brothers and sisters, to fight. I have found opposition within the church. I have found people angry at me because I preach from the Bible instead of the opinions of man. I have found opposition in my own ethnicity. I found opposition by men and women. But when I get around kingdom people who are the remnant, it transcends all of that. And we're speaking the same language in the same way with the same goals in mind. I would dare, if we say we're going to pray, vote, stand, I could not come here and talk about prayer without praying for you because the Bible says to you in Romans 10 9 that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and he raised from the dead you will be saved saved from what saved from the penalty of your sin saved from yourself and saved from the wrath of God and Romans 10 13 reminds us that whosoever 
calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you died today, no matter who is in office, where would you go in eternity? If you died today, your funeral is today, what would happen in your life? I say to you, my brothers and sisters, yes, I'm very involved and I'm very uh, concerned about this election. But many people say the greatest thing that will ever happen in our life is the election on next year. That's not so. The greatest decision that you'll ever make is who you will serve in eternity. That is the greatest decision that you will make. And so as I go, as I go, it would be remiss of me. To say to you, no, there are not many paths to God. There's no weighing of your good versus your bad. It's only what did we do with God's son, Jesus? That's the only thing. It's not about your denomination. It's not about are you a nice person. It's not how much you've given to charity. What did you do with Jesus? That's the only thing that matters. And so I want to pray for you before I leave here. I will, if you will, if you want to become part of the winning team. I would, if you will, to just look to God even right now and say, Lord, touch my heart and I give myself to you. If you're already a part of the remnant, but you've been discouraged, disillusioned, uh, a bit disaffected, if you've been pausing a bit, it may be even discouraged by the inactivity of the church to say, Lord, renew my commitment to you. Hallelujah. God is in this place. And I speak even right now. You can talk to God, whatever your mother tongue language is, wherever you're from, speak to God. But if you just confess, Jesus, be Lord in my life, he will be Lord in your life. And let today be a beginning day that you're part of the solution. So, Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you now. Father, renew a right relationship with you. Take us to default settings. There are so many things in life that have turned and twisted and hurt us. Many of us have been hurt and abused and misused. Many of us have been confused and miseducated. But we mean well, but we know we cannot be well without you. So, Father, show your grace and love to your people. Lift us up even right now and give us to be kingdom citizens, representing you first in this world in Jesus' name. If you receive him today, just say, Lord Jesus, I receive you. And the rest you need to get a part of a Bible-believing church, and God will show you his way. Lord, I receive you today. Show me your way. And it is so. God bless you. Uh, well, he, tell you what, Rich. Listen, folks, that was Bishop Vincent Matthews of South Haven, Mississippi. Tabernacle Church of God in Christ. He really, he really... He really laid it out there, didn't he? Right. I was with them just a few months ago when they hosted the David Barton event. Oh, one race, right? one blood, the biblical answer to racism. Is that right? Yes, it was terrific. All right, folks. Um, well, I, 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 I thank God for that man. And this particular moment in our history where there's so much turmoil and our nation is in terrible debt, uh, we don't seem to realize we got to pay our bills. And the government has no money. It takes the money from the people through taxes, higher and higher taxes, and more and more taxes. So you see, we've got to bring sanity uh, back into the way we do things. And uh, well, anyway, that was wonderful. I think we ought to take a minute or two here and have some listener comments, Rich. Sure. Let me give the number, 1-800-345-2621. All right, here's a lady. I listen to BOT Radio Network every day. It helps me get through the day and through the week. My favorite 
are Pastor John MacArthur, Charles Stanley. Mm. May God bless. Thank you. Continue to keep the good work going. All right. Well, all right. Now here's the gentleman. We love you guys. We thank God for you all. We pray for you all. And uh, we lo- love John MacArthur and, and every preacher, every pastor, every church, every fellowship. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Uh, you, you know, Rich, uh, it, it, it gets my attention how many people mentioned John MacArthur because during COVID and everything, he was standing. We're talking about pray and stand and vote. Yeah. John MacArthur is not one that moves around uh, willy-nilly, is he? Here's a lady. I wanted to say I love Bot Radio uh, very, very much. I'm 86 and blind, and it helps me tremendously. Mm. Well, I tell you what, dear lady, uh, God bless you. Here's a gentleman. Yes, my name is Eric from Kansas City, and I thank Bot Radio. There are so many times that I come, I get into the car and I turn on the radio and it's, uh, a message is exactly what I was praying for an answer. And it uh, not only has helped myself, but it's helped my entire family because I've passed it on to them. God bless you all. Thank you. There's so many of them that I like. Chuck Swindoll, the late, great Adrian Rogers, there's Chip Ingram. There's a lot of them that I really like. Yeah. Thank you so much. It sounds he's, like he's calling from his car. Well, yeah, I tell you what, Rich. Also, yeah, he's calling from yeah. his car. You can hear the echo. Right. Uh, but he mentioned his family. And I want to say that uh, the praying um, for the country, for your state, for your city, for your neighborhood, but it gets right down to the family, right. to your marriage, how you're raising your children. And then, of course, it goes all the way to your own heart. Here's a lady. This is Nadine. I am blessed by listening to your radio station. It doesn't matter when I turn it on. There's usually someone that loves Jesus sharing the good news. It's just a pickup for for any time you're down because a lot of situations come in our lives that are frustrating, and we know that God is in control. Mm, That's what today's program was all about. I'll tell you what, there's a gentleman here. I want to, and he'll be the last one. Yeah, I'm going to say I've got tremendously blessed by the network. I have been able to renew my mind, as Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, by listening to the radio station through the day and through the night. It's been a tremendous way for me to grow in my faith, and thank you so much for providing it for me. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir. Well, Rich, I think we have to wrap it up here and get out of here. Let me give quick. the number one more time, 1-800-345-2621. And this is Dick Bott. Um, with my son Rich uh, with this chapter of The Complete Story and we'll see you later.